finally over. <laughs> Is that where you're starting? That's how we got to start. <laughs> That's how you're starting? I what? thought about this intro for a long, long time, man. <laughs> I'm, your reaction is not what I planned at all. But what? Yes. <laughs> this is how we're starting. We have to start this way. Do we? It's over. Yeah, no, it's over. It's over, but it's like, are we having a funeral service? No. I mean, you interpreted the way it's over. You know, <laughs> you over does not really mean. start the episode. It's the beginning. No, hi. No, hello. No, no, thank you. no. Some it's, t- over. it's a it's a different experience. This episode, man, it's different. Like it's actually over. Like I don't know if that like it's been over for a while. Technically, been over for you. I guess you did a manga one. <laughs> you did. Yeah. A manga <laughs> it's, it's been over for me, baby. But for me, but no, no, no. For someone who like. Like it's over. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no like, yeah, it's not. There is, there's no more of the story. There's no more of the story. Like it's like beyond. Even when, even as a manga reader and an anime watcher, even if you read the manga, you wait for when it's adapted into an actual yeah. thing to yeah. see how it's over. The adaptation is here, and there is no more. Attack on Titan is over, and it feels weird to say. Because the last season was stretched out over the course of three years. So it feels weird to say. That's why when I say it's like it's over. Like it's still like to me. It feels weird knowing that it's over. Because a majority of the time with Attack on Titan is spent pondering about the what ifs and the stories and the themes and motifs and everything of the rather um but this time it's legitimately over like yeah it's having a crazy run i don't think people understand the impact that attack on titan has really had for anime because you gotta think when attack on titan came like i remember like i mean at that time i'm watching toonami heavy 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 right and Toonami had just came back maybe a year before it premiered on there. And so I'm only speaking, and of course, I'm only speaking on a, a, a Western fan stand viewpoint. All right. So, mm-hmm. but you got to think at the time, Toonami has come back. Toonami's still running old shit. Like, there is yeah. really nothing new playing on Toonami at this time. There's really no like all the kind of anime they're showing. The next gen is, anime that really became popular is, has not yet even been. Yes, it, it hasn't began out. the air on the side. We're still, we're still like Naruto. We're, Naruto um, still running. They're still showing old episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Fuck, they've had they had a Kai. Cowboy Bebop block. Like yeah, all these things. So you gotta understand when it comes back, it's not like nothing new is showing. They're really showing a lot of old shit. Which as a fan, cool. Attack on Titan comes, and I vividly remember the buildup in the hype, all leading to like, here is finally something new coming to Toonami. There is finally something new coming here that is updated and new, and like a new story, essentially. A new story, a new everything, and a completely new feel from everything they've really been showing as of late. Like, Attack on Titan is so it is essentially sold from left field from the first episode on 
so you get this moment where some something so like pivotal is coming during a time where it's like it, you know anime is kind of getting this fresh new kind of introduction and it's like out the fucking gate it just hits you with a haymaker you're like what the hell am i watching what is this holy shit like this is actually being shown on my tv like what and after that is it has built a, a cult following a fan base that is like that is crazy like the the fandom that we get from attack on titan is is absolutely amazing that 10 year run is something that like you can't deny it you legit cannot deny in the last 10 years what has done and like how actually important it was during that time in anime because it's the like it's legit one of the first new things if not the first thing coming back on the tsunami block that's completely new something that we have not seen before so if you have not figured it out yet i am meals and i'm the lj ackerman himself and this is the lookout episode 159 and we are talking about attack on titan this is titan time essentially and we're talking about attack on titan final season the final chapter special two the final piece for the time being because there's always opportunities to create more especially in this landscape of where content is king um where there's OVAs and movies and spinoffs and all these type of things, even though I don't think it's as bastardized in anime as it is with other things, except if you're talking about like Dragon Ball, to be honest with you. Um, but for all intents and purposes, we're talking about the final episode of Attack on Titan and the journey to get here again. We've known this for a long time. I think the manga ended in 2021 um yes because no was it 22 might have been 22 it was 22 i just remember because the author okay the author Wait, came no, to anime nyc no, no but he came like like i don't know if he came all right when the shit did this end it, I, I feel it, like it, it ended in 2000 no it ended in 2021 bro because i remember yeah he comes the year after he comes so the year I, after yes 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 it does come the year after yeah yeah, yeah. so it ends in 2021 so yes we, because i remember you, he did the whole can y'all stop being mean to me thing i'm like bro it's been right, right he did that last year but i would have remembered if it was earlier this thing but so the yeah, manga yeah, yeah, ended. No, you're right manga has ended for a long long time and we've known relatively the ending of this show um, but it has been drawn out for like the last four years. They started the final season in 2020. It was in part one, part two, part three. And now we got the final chapter. It's kind of like wrapping this entire thing up. And one of the reasons why, so I'm going to start this episode with a question and we're going to end it with the same question. Part of the reason why I think this is the greatest anime of all time. And I'm going to ask you if this is the greatest anime of all time, even though I know your answer. Um, is because i don't think there's ever been something carried out as much big of an event as they've done with this and handled with so much care to the extent of like okay this adaptation like i've sat here we've done the time time for the last three years we have not covered on this podcast the first three seasons but we've covered the fourth season and four um but I can't think of an anime that's been handled with so much care and been presented in so much way and have such of a spectacle surrounded around it as Attack on Titan. Um, I'm, once we finish this, I'm going to get into why I think this is the greatest of all time. 
and I'm not budging on it. And everyone can think, have their ideas, and everyone can say what they want to say, and etc. I'm not budging on it. I think this is the greatest. Um, I I want to come to you and ask you for a short answer. Is this the greatest of all time? No, it is not the greatest of all time. Okay. We can come back to that at the end of this episode. You want to come back to it at the end? I, I think that's fine. I think that's fine. But because I have an explanation because I don't want people to think that I'm not saying that this is the GOAT doesn't take from its greatness. I think the um, I think the dialogue surrounding it I don't want to get caught up in the dialogue surrounding like what makes it great and what doesn't make it great right now. I kind of want to get into wrapping up the story and figuring yeah, it out. Yeah, definitely. I think because once we wrap up the story, I think our respective analysis on why you think it is and why I think it is can it? I think it it'll, it'll we can present it and yeah, we can way. present it more of like why yeah. and why not and it, without again, all the fluff and like arguing yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to do is want to hold hands and say a prayer. Mills, I'm gonna literally close Zencaster right now. A prayer for the people from Mappa. Um, oh. I thought you were about to pray for. No, the I was. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> praying for the characters. That was a horrible you. setup. I was <laughs> about to go full atheist. Yeah, listen, you were no. <laughs> yes, we can pray for the people of Mappa. I swear to God, I, mean, I thought you were about to say a prayer because this ended. No. Walk it all set. I want to say a prayer for the people who may have missed meals, who may have who have their family abandoned them, who have obtained all types of diseases and probably physical um physical physical deterioration from animating this thing for the last number because initially it was like we expected this all to be in one kind of like thing kind of like okay a couple episodes and they was like yo this shit is so spectacular like we gotta break this up because the way we trying to animate this and animate other things like Jujutsu Kaisen and everyone's bitching about that um we do not want to let this down. We do not want to. Jujutsu Kaisen is not over yet, so they can kind of like fuck it up in the middle of it. But I mean, they're they're allowed some fuck ups, bro. Yeah, all but, all greats have fuck ups. But either way, my one thing on the Jujutsu Kaisen kind of like controversy behind the animation is if it looked really really bad, I would complain. Thus far, it's fine. <laughs> like it, there's nothing offensive about how it looks. Um, but maybe some people uh, care for different things in their anime. But yeah, people, the people who have created this, they've done one hell of a job. Like Mappa taking it over from Wit Studios and then just having to like pretty much like build this shit from the ground up. It's not like they used the cells from Wit Studios with them big ass outlines at all. No, they drew it all, created it all, ended it all. So, you know. If you, if you, there, I'm sure there's a person with one hand who looks like he just been through, an, you know, a fight with a titan. Um, <laughs> niggas who look like Levi at the end, just handing out lollipops in a wheelchair, um, which was weird. But, <laughs> um, you know, it is, it is what it is. Prayers for them. Um, and then a final no, they question. Put, yeah, they, uh, they worked their ass off. I mean, they've been. I mean, Mappa in general has not 
been getting a lot of uh, good press, I'll say. Yeah, as they should. I mean, if they work as hard as people work for cents on the dollar, like, good lord. Um, but no, yeah, they, they definitely, um, for as long as it took, mm-hmm. and from where fucking AOT started in general, uh, yeah, Mapa workers, they, they put their heart and soul into this one. Final question before we get into episodes. For sure. If this was released as a seven episode arc, would you have preferred that or the way it was released? Oh, seven episode arc for sure. Why do you say that? For fucking sure. You know how long we had to wait in between episodes just to have, and it was just like part, part three, part, part, final part, part one, final, final part, part 17 with part one actually is part one, a part, like, just give me the seven episodes. I would rather that. <laughs> like mad asterisks everywhere for some reason all right so i'll say no because as opposed to i mean i felt like both of these specials are done really really well and i think the major critique i had about the first special was it felt like this should be the episode length of attack on titan (laughs) like this with i do feel though that attack on titan should have been one of those like 45 minute episode yeah. animes yeah it, there's a lot of information to take in and considering it's well it's better received binge than ab- absolutely going through chapter by chapter or episode by episode i think these long episodes do it well and i kind of wish it was done like this the rest of the series but hey we're here um seasons tv uh all types of other stuff um Let's get into the to the movie. So the first chapter in this thing is the battle between the battle of heaven and earth. Um, kind of picks up where the last thing ended. I would say I don't know if you like if you compartmentalize this thing by chapters. I thought it would be easier to navigate, but no, yeah, this. definitely. I I I know where the chapters break up. So okay. Because it, it gets a little crazy. We get there. Anya Capone is like, like a crashes fucking plane. They're like, should we help him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just, they drag, Someone call they a doctor. Like, drag his body out. It's yeah. so fucking funny. Someone should call a doctor instead of actually like attending to him or something along those lines. But that's just the, that's just the struggle of Anya Capone in this world. You see. <laughs> Oh, He's man. the Martin Luther happen- King, the Malcolm X, and the George the Washington and Carver. Ha- All these things happen in the world, and him still having the black experience is crazy to me. Yeah, listen, it's just the Onion Capone experience, man. Um, either way, he, I mean, he was like, I'll land this plane. The plane crashes. It's over with. It's a wrap. But everyone got out, and everyone dived off and had their cool action sequence launch. Um onto the attack tie-in and it's roughly about the six of them um maybe like five i forget at this point going up all against them and yeah they're not having a good time with this i mean it's uh armin because of uh, armin aaron this is gonna be annoying aaron (laughs) is uh summoning all the former titans of the past to take on team titan over here and um Armin gets kidnapped by an Okapi. Have you ever seen, like, what is an Okapi? 
It's got to um, be a Japanese animal. Yeah, never seen one. Never I even know it's close. An animal. Oh, a copy. Let's look at it. It's like, okay. It's the only living relative of the giraffe, which is hilarious. Um, Dang, it's kind of fly though. It is. Its predators is a leopard. Okay, fair enough. Um, it is. Where does this animal live? In the Congo, in Central Africa. Wow. Come on. Come on, worldly experience. A copy, Titan. Must have been black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Capone, but, or his uh, sibling. There you go. Or one of his, uh, yeah. <laughs> one of that. his peoples. Look at that. Um, next time you see an Okapi. Dap it up. Him right, no, one in the chin right for him, because <laughs> he kidnapped. <laughs> Dap him up. Yeah, he kidnapped because Loki the the can we just can we, are we getting into it? We can get into it. Do okay. whatever you want, man. Loki, when you look at the sequence of why the reason uh, Armin got captured in the beginning, anyways, like the coffee was really helping him out. That's why I was running away. Armin needed time to really understand where he was at and how this plan was gonna work. So like, I feel like he always had out. a plan. Nah, I feel like he always had a plan. So the plan was... Oh, he had a plan. I'm talking about... Ymir was like, yo, the plan you originally got ain't gonna work. I need to capture you and bring you into the the reality realm. And was like, you gotta be able to figure out how to help them from in here. So you're using the extremely meta thing because of the ending. Gotcha. Yep. (laughs) Like... Like the our Ymir knew that this was the only way to save Armin by kidnapping Armin and having him come to this realization that he does. Okay, all right. Um I respect it. You don't think probably. that's the reason? Um if you thought the copy was just being a dickhead, they just knew from the jump. It's like, hey, go get that nigga. Well, also they like were harming like i as much as we want to think because like Aaron knew all this is gonna actually happen, like all this shit hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't. But y'all remember, he's the only one that sees Ymir before he gets swallowed up. This is true. This he's is the true. only one that sees her. This is true. And she is also in that. She's with Aaron technically right now. In that other room. I see it. I see it. Either way, Armin is kidnapped. Um, and they're getting quickly outnumbered. I mean. It's 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 a standard Reiner experience for all intents and purposes right now. He pulls up to the fight, he gets washed. Um Peak will get washed and just revive. She has ultimate lives. Um can't yeah, untie nah, Peak, got, Peak has a cool moment though. I kinda fuck with her powers. What do was your what's peak what's peak peak? What's peak's peak in this show, you feel like? She's the only one at the end who was like, I wish I got to talk to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's kind of green yeah um, it was for sure uh, Peaks Peak is when uh, she uh, escaped getting stabbed mm. she's running down in the this, staff in this episode choked. or just in the entire series I'm talking about the entire series oh entire that's series me. yeah what's Peaks Peak yeah that gotta be her peak I mean she helped save the, the world <laughs> any other time she was, being, she was uh, on the other side I'm going for there's a couple ones. 
the one where she points to Aaron and the ground collapses under him and they're at the top. She's like, oh my God, yes, I will join you. And then actually this was all a plan from the beginning. I'll call that peak speak, but as someone who's introduced like in the last like 20 episodes, 25 episodes or stuff, like, you know, this is, is pretty much it. She didn't even get the thing with Aaron, which I think was fucked up at all. And just like, Aaron's like, hey, he didn't even like come to her in like a, a thought was like, hey, hey you know. Appreciate you, gang. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you were for, part of the experience. Besties. Right. Max. Um, you know, Amir was cool too. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad <laughs> you were replaced here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but nonetheless, um, they're showing up. Threats won't die. It becomes seemingly harder when Bertol's Titan shows up, the Colossal Titan, and starts slapping people out of the sky. Um, and they aren't essentially reached. They don't essentially reach some kind of savior until um, Falco shows up. Falco shows up with the Beast Titan that could fly. Now, the one critique... Actually, there's probably a couple critiques I have about this. But the one critique I have about this, for sure is that I feel like we didn't get enough about Falco. Yeah, Falco just definitely came in and just saved the fucking day. Yeah, he was just like, I feel like the the fact that he could fly, the fact that they were in the first episode of season four, like the first thing he sees is that eagle flying or that hawk or whatever. His name is Falco. His name is Falco, or I guess it's a falcon. I don't know. But I feel like, I mean, there is more in the other parts, but I feel like in terms of like wrapping his character up, we don't get enough. We don't get no dream sequence where he feels like he's flying. He's just like, I was in a dream and I heard that the Beast Titan could fly, so I want to fly. And then they flew. Um, so, you know, Falco, not everybody gets, you know, a good ending. But, he destroys you know, a ship. Yeah, he destroys a ship. Um, Yelena is, you know, Yelena and Miss um, Azumobito, the, the greedy lady, uh, have to sail out on the sea until they figure this thing out but his entrance is pretty cool like he shows up um mikas is like hanging there his wings are flying and he saves everyone and they're able to regroup and have a plan to kind of like see how they're going to capture this and they essentially like listen y'all take the front and try to get to armin's thing to blow him up he's talking about i think he's just talking about um levi jean and reiner and then Connie, Mikasa, and um, Annie will take the back and try to save Armin. And Mikasa's having a very tough time right now. She's trying to figure out. Uh, she was like, I was conflicted. You know, very Kendrick Lamar-esque. Um, having a hard time right now. Um, now, nah, Lester Falco, though, it does turn up during this point when they get their little second breath, when they get their little second run in. yeah. It's a, it's a, they definitely, they, yeah, they figure it out. They figure it out. Once they actually have a plan figured out, they kind of like figure it out from there. But, um, we see the, 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 the Marleans and the, well, I guess, what are they called now? Um, the allied forces or whatever the fuck they're at. They're at odds again. They can't seem to, even in this time where everyone's about to be crushed. <laughs> Man, they over here got guns pointed at each other. That shit was funny. Fucking um, Annie's black daddy is is is, uh, is at the charge so of this. Many crazy things happening. Yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough. Um, I will say this: I have in my notes 
from this first chapter of it all because it's a lot of action and it's great action. Like I said, Mappa doing his thing. You really get the swooping camera shots. You get the moving. You get kind of like this is take this takes everything from Attack on Titan from even like the first arc. You know what I'm saying? Where the Titans show up within the wall. It takes the terror of that and like multiplies it by 10. So in terms of like amplifying the stakes in this final moment, this battle between heaven and earth is fucking awesome. And I say in this first chapter, my notes are Reiner finds his strength in this moment. He really tries to like, this is the, this is, he knows this is all it. He can't be the suicidal maniac. He is any, not suicidal maniac. Cause that's what they call Aaron, but you know, Reiner's suicidal in his own right. Um, but he has to find the strength to really be the hero that he always believed that he faked that he was this entire time. There's no more faking in this. There's no more. I'm going to parody and I'm coming back to hero or I'm joining the survey corps and I'm going to be the hero. There's no more faking of the hero thing. This is his opportunity to be a hero. And you know what? He, while getting washed, cause he always got it. Yeah. At least got to get washed once. Um, yeah, for sure. He comes through with this. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the, fr- what are your kind of like thoughts on this first area of this thing? There's a lot of battle. Um, really of- high action, mm-hmm. like crazy high action. Um, kind of just, it, it for me, it followed a pretty stereotypical shonen like final battle sequence where you're like, damn, they're going, they're down bad. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, here comes somebody to help them. Oh fuck, they're going, they got their second win back. Let's get it. Let's see this. Like, oh shit. You know, it was going to grill that back and forth of, oh damn, they're down bad again. And then right. in between those down bad moments, you start to see them like try to adjust and call an audible on the plan. And then you have that aha moment where you're like, oh fuck, they figured it out. So, like that's how I feel that like first part really was. It was like I said, it was just high action, high scene. It was just it was just moving, bang, 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 bang. I love Levi. I hate how they. Go ahead. Oh no, never mind. Second chapter, I guess the next no, chapter. Well, I was Levi. Say, right now, I said I love how Levi like his his main thing is like, yo, why can't I kill? Bro, okay. He has Slight one mission left. Sight rant coming. Talk about it, Levi. Is my personal favorite character, of course, in this entire series. Like by far, like by a fucking mile. Okay, but I really truly understood why I love Levi so much, and it's because I love his particular trope in anime more than anything, and that is the fucking die like the ride or die. I will do anything fucking for you friend like that's why i love mika and iron-blooded orphan so much it's just that friend where you know and 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 like that soldier that's like i don't give a fuck you say the word and i'm doing it like what we got to do next i don't give a fuck and so that moment though where he's you know he's down back he got all these things and like obviously he's his his main focus is i gotta get my fucking lick back but even there in that down bad moment, he's like, man, like captain, like I just need a, like I need your order. I need like where the in that moment right there, that was the moment. I was just like, that's why I fuck with him so much because he was ready to ride or die for his captain. He was like, listen, he said, listen, he said, we going left, we going the fuck left, hard left too. Like no, there's no stops. Like 
it, it, I always fuck with that character heavy. Like, like I said, like Mika and fucking Iron Blood and Orphan. Anytime Orga said something, he was like, hey, listen, there is no second. I'm not second guessing you. I'm not asking you why. I'm not pushing back. None of that. Hey, let's. All right, cool. Bet you say do it. Let's fucking go do it. I don't give a, like, and, and it's like his word was law to him. But I've always fuck with that character. They're like undying loyalty. I fuck with. It's amazing. And I think, um, that this him staying alive throughout when death has like flirted with him for a number of times, like a lot of times, a fucking like an explosion, like a fuck, like an explosion. What he he did a lot, like there, his contribution to the end of this. I mean, he had one thing to do, and again, his resolve, his will to stay alive to be able to compete complete this one thing like all his comrades are dead he is the one who has to while he's internalized it and he is this is all part of war and etc etc um he knows like i gotta get this one thing done for everybody who weren't able to make it to this point commander Irwin, hanji all the dead people from season one um everybody um and yeah, let's get to chapter two. Chapter two is is called a long dream, and it is Armin again sick with himself because he feels like he's having an out of body experience currently. Because um, and there's probably a better way to word that. I'm pretty sure it's an experience that can be you know portrayed better. But he's real. He's like, yo, I got this second chance of life and I'm ruining it again. And his thing was always like, people are dying because of me because I don't have the ability God, to like. A selfish dickhead. What do you mean? So selfish. Why is it selfish? Oh, man, all this bad stuff is happening because of me. Not because your friend's being a complete lunatic right now. I mean, but he's like. Not he's because trying your his... friend is over here making horrible life. No, but he's... it's all because of you. Get over well, yourself. First of all, <laughs> time out. He's he's trying to find the strength to be able to like save like people. Oh my god, everyone has died. Aaron wouldn't do this if it wasn't because of me. Oh but he killed millions of people. He killed thousands of people. No, well, Aaron did that on his own accord. No, but he did it too. <sighs> he was following <laughs> orders. He's alright. I'm just saying. He's I. He was, oh man, this all hurts so much. Listen, <laughs> all I'm saying is he's having a tough time right now. He's having a he, hard time. He's, he's having a hard time. Because he's like, listen, I haven't killed anyone that I've wanted to kill yet this entire series. Um and I haven't been able to save my friends because something always happens to me. Where I'm not I don't have enough strength to do it, or I don't feel like doing it, or something along those lines. But yeah, he's a you know, he eventually Please. gets trans transported Please. to the paths. Oh, no. <laughs> eventually. He eventually gets transported to the paths where he meets Zeke, who has seemingly given up on life. He's just like, listen, I'm here for eternity. I was bamboozled. I was led astray. I was told that I I was the key for all of this. And clearly I was not. Um sick. Once again, another selfish ass. Well, he's rightfully, that is a rightfully selfish thing, yes. He's he's someone who, um, I mean, I think the, the weird thing is that he and um, Aaron had the same goal. They just wanted to take it out a different way. They wanted to essentially, 
I mean, what Aaron did at the end is not necessarily, it's not what he did. So Aaron at the end takes away the power of the Titan from people, whereas Zeke wanted to euthanize them and just like, you can't reproduce. Um, so it's interesting how he has this perspective. Yeah, Zeke's such a traitor, though. I, 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 he's a traitor I mean, against his own kind. I don't like yeah, him. Clearly. Um, but he's having his own thing. He's like, listen, the objective of living is to multiply. And death and extension are the opposite of that, um, which leads to fear. And that fear has created a lot of conflict that has lived throughout humanity, and it's created the conflict that it is right now, and it's created the conflict between that we're currently experiencing right now. Um, she, uh, he talks about Ymir and says she did whatever she could to escape death. She escaped to a world where death doesn't exist. And even when she had the power of the tie-in, she still could not disobey King Fritz. And Zeke couldn't understand why. But Aaron could understand why. And that's why she went with Aaron. Um, You'd learn about the end, about why she goes with Aaron and why Zeke doesn't understand it. Because, yeah, Zeke just, you know, again, selfish. Selfish. um, These these things of self-importance is crazy. But Armin's here like, I want to save my friends. I want to be able to save that. And he was like, would it be... Why would it be the worst thing on earth to die? Because part of living is dying. And you probably feel the most relief the moment before you actually die. Because there's nothing tying you more to this world. And then Armin reminds Zeke of all the uh, the little moments that also mean much. And the term, I guess it... Um, it reaffirms what his purpose is in terms of like what his meaning of life is. And he remembers the moment where he was throwing the ball back and forth with the little doctor guy who had the beast time before him. And he's like, man, I was so happy during that moment. And everything was so great during that moment. And then we get the other Titans that show up um, behind them or the, the, the other people that turn to Titans, like, you know, what's his name? Um, uh, like Bertold and all Bertold and Ymir. Ymir and all the other um, goobers that we've seen. Yeah. Aaron's dad, all the bo- <laughs> all the other goobers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the mother who eventually, because of this entire like breakthrough experience, they now begin to help Team Titan. So they're helping Team Titan in this aspect. Um Annie's being able to do what she needs to do. Armin isn't able to do what she needs to do. Armin's back in the fold. And he's like, listen, they're helping us now. Um, And we finally get the moment that we've been waiting for since season three. Since Levi went up against the Beast Titan and tore him to shreds in one of the most awesome moments ever. Zeke peeks his head out and he's like, wow. It's great weather out today. Bare ass and everything. It's crazy. Um, and he I says, hate how they gave my man his kill, but you know what? He got it back. He, I think he, again, it's like, it, was, it was him accepting his fate in all of this. It was him accepting his fate, but I feel that it felt like such a cop-out for Levi. Like, that doesn't feel Levi. Like, that's not a Levi-esque kill. He just put himself on a platter and was like, kill me. This is true, but I feel like he had gotten to the point where he'd given up. 
which is I understand. I don't think in this aspect, because in another world, I think it's like Aaron and Zeke work together and they're this like terrible twosome of brothers who are causing havoc among the world. And that's where, um, see, we get police sirens during an episode. Um, oh, there you go. Episode and, is now official. And then we get, um, and then we get the battle between Levi and Zeke. But Zeke was a dirty double crosser, but Aaron played him at his game. So now he's at the thing of either way, I get what you're saying. Um just put him on a yes, it was like, oh I'm committing suicide now. I'm I don't think he was like committing suicide, but he that knew was a like, suicide. He was committing suicide. He knew. Okay, right. If you willingly put yourself in a position where you know you're willingly and chose to do it. You gave him a suicide kill. It's fine. But I think he found the meaning of life and realized that. That's like, whack. He doesn't deserve that ending. He no, doesn't I'm, deserve that. He low-key got a happy mean? ending. He, he got a happy ending. He got his low head key. cut off. <laughs> yeah, willingly chose to get his head cut off. He was able to come at peace with all the but, bullshit and the horrible things he's done with life. It was just like, you know what? He, I will just, just live expo- here for, I'm just gonna live here forever now. But he just Black. explained why he did that. Like he oh, literally no. just explained that death is a part of life, and he's accepted death in this instance. And, yeah, and he finally gets to like that's what I'm saying though. He just just be like, oh, I just accept death now. Like, no, he should have lost his life in a brutal, horrible battle to the death. I liked it, <laughs> but um, I see where you're coming from. But at the end of the day, I kind of, you know, I get I it. Like- I'm, I'm saying though, like once again, this is why we got to talk about the ending because I, it's all in, in context. I understand why they did that and did it that way. He's, you know, what I'm saying like I don't think what he said was wrong. I just wish, in my own personal, because how I wish Levi was able to get his kill back and whatnot and what I felt he deserved didn't match. How it was actually written. I think. In terms of Zeke's death, I think this was probably. He got off so easy. He got off a little bit easy. But I see why they explained it, which is why I can kind of like live with it. Um, Yeah, they gave an explanation. I'll give them that. They gave us an explanation on why they ain't just do it. He didn't yeah. just pop his head out and be like, hey, kill me. He literally went through this entire exercise. I just felt that he didn't deserve the 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 coming of peace moment that he got. I think that's I think that's fine. Um to come to that conclusion as well. Like he probably got off easier than he probably should. Because that's life. I mean, you can't everyone else get a brutal death get stomped out and stuff and he's the one i mean granted he got his head cut off so i mean he gets his head cut I mean, my off. boy nice with the blade he probably just went through every it was probably painless probably didn't feel a thing <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see what happens um anyway that stops the rumbling because the um the founding tie-in and the attack tie-in are no longer in part with one another, so it stops the rumbling. Those people who are on the edge of the cliff, poor, um, poor the poor the mother who fell off the edge of the cliff while the baby was being saved. Um, 
You think that's the baby that, you know what? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you think that's the kid that shows up at the end of the thing? But I'm like, no, it's not. It, it can't be. That, that was like thousands of years later. Yeah. Um, anyway, because of all the times that get eventually thing, Jean is able to get to the nape. He looks, he sees explosive. He's like, you damn suicidal maniac. And he blows up the nape. And the head comes off of Aaron. And this is my, I will get to my beef with this kind of thing. Because like I said, we just sat through the whole Zeke experience where I'm like, at least they explained it. They explain what this life thing is. This like centipede thing that exists. Um, But like it's there but like what is it yeah i don't i don't know like and the my thing is this is that it's the fact that it becomes a legit threat where it necessarily wasn't before that's really my thing like it was like i don't think we this thing emerges once we see like for instance i think like the first i don't know someone will probably quote me on this i'm like no you're wrong it showed up in episode season two episode 25 or whatever the thing is but my first distinct memory of this is showing up when aaron got his head blasted off by gabby and um who's the we're gonna have to have a real discussion about my about my pal here your pal big gabby hive okay it came around were you always I've been, Gabby, I've been Hive. Gabby Hive? Okay, all right, all right. You know, great with the blammer. Great, um, she might be top five shooters in anime. I agree with you. I agree. Um, she got nothing but clutch shots. <laughs> nothing. She's like Robert Horry. <laughs> she has a she has a legit a career made of being. Of clutch shots. I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, this thing comes out of Aaron's neck to try to reattach to his head, similar to what they did in the past. It's this life thing. Um, I have no idea what it is. They give the they give a little brief experience, and you know, Zeke talks about it. He was like, it all started with life and this multi-thing organism, and to live, it had to adapt and had to take new forms, and et cetera, et cetera. And it was somehow found in this tree that Ymir went into, and then it becomes a Titan thing. Like this is the essence of Titan, essentially. And I'm like, okay, but I don't feel great with the explanation of like what this is, because it's like this thing that comes out of nowhere, and yeah, I'm not necessarily happy with the explanation of like what this is and why it becomes this big thing at the end of the story. Um, would have been great to establish it a little bit beforehand, but you couldn't really. Like, you really couldn't, other than season four, which kind of opened up the story. But anyway, Reiner himself was trying to like body this worm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, he grab onto it. And he's like riding it, and it's like, ah. You know, he's trying to kill it, trying to do all these other things like that. Um, it is not working. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get this br- one-man army shit. Right. So we get this brief moment where the head is cut off. Everyone lands. Everyone is reunited with their families. And 
tell me when, because I feel like this is a part where, how did you feel about this part? The reuniting with the families and then the, the, the brain thing showing up, spreading the gas, and now everyone turns into Titans. At this point, I was like, you're stretching it. I've seen fake out endings before. This was um, a crazy one. This was feel, an ass pool. This yes, is ass pooly. Yes, but I think it was the last. Um, I think it was the last like opportunity to really do so. Like this was like that thing, you know, fighting for its life is like listen. They may have stopped the rumbling, but they haven't stopped me. Kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, they may have stopped the rumbling, but they ain't stopped me. Um, and the gas comes out, and everyone knows it's the gas. I felt like so. Here's my thing: read it in the manga. This is the one moment where I feel like the manga portrayed it a little bit better than the anime because I felt like the anime kind of like brushes past for it. And doesn't really use like music to enhance the experience of this because, quite frankly, it's like the terror of oh shit, we thought it was finished, and now we have to run and escape because this gas is like turning everyone into titans now. Like the pure terror from that should be enough to be like oh fuck, like warrant kind of like new music or like we gotta get away, come on, yeah. let's go. Um, whereas they're more like it's like a more like make me feel it. Like all these other moments during this series, you done did that, and now all of a sudden you want to just go kind of the okay, it happened route. Um meanwhile, in the background, Aaron rises from the dead. He's like, Yo, I'm a colossal titan now. (laughs) Um all types of powers are coming out at this point. Yeah, he's a colossal titan. He uses the power of the attack titan to become the colossal titan. I'm sure he ate someone or something along those lines. Um, and they have this big colossal titan slap boxing match um, where they're laying it in. They're laying in, you know. Oh, yeah, this is big, meaty men <laughs> bumping meat like right now. Bumping meat, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> big hoss battle. Yeah, um, big hoss, maybe. <laughs> There, love it. It's 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 There's amazing. There's no flippity flips, no none of that. Nah, none of that. So we got Team Titan, um, the remaining Titan Peak, uh, Annie and Reiner trying to like fight off this worm thing, but also not get eaten by their own family members who have now turned into Titans. And then, meanwhile, Levi, Mikasa, I mean, and Armin. Um, are like, yo, they're telling like Mikasa, like, you know what you need to do. Like, you know that you have to do this. And that's when the memories of Mikasa come back. And this is this is close. I think this is the final chapter. Yes. And this is the so we get this vision of Mikasa at a cabin alone with Aaron who looks well who looks well put together and they're alone in this aspect and this is the reality if Mikasa said nah I like you and I don't want you to do this 
and they ran away with each other and lived out the rest of you know Aaron's life. And it's probably the last. I mean, in terms of just like the moments from the beginning where they're together, this is the last moment we kind of see of them together and kind of like their true emotions, kind of like unfiltered, not um, not necessarily frayed by the aspects of war. What did you kind of make from this kind of like vision? Or, and how did it make you feel about this in, in regards to the story? Um, I feel like, once again, I feel that this moment, I think it was great, this, this like, Mikasa having a, you know, she kind of seeing how, in a perfect world, things would have played out. But low-key, there's, like, a lot of couple moments in there where they do this a lot, and that's also another annoying thing. But I do feel this is one of the moments that um hit a little different just because too Mikasa is such a stoic and like unemotional character. Mm. Like she was like Levi essentially. She's like, hey Aaron's my dog. I'm a role for Aaron to do, you know what I'm saying? But I think as we get to the last part of this series, we've seen her shift out of that and start opening up more, I think shell wise. Um but yeah, I just I really love that moment. I just wish the fluff before that didn't happen. What do you mean? Like, what what to fluff? have to get there? The like whole them turning into Titans and this final like worm battle thing. Like I, I, mean, I wish but- I wish he kind of had this moment a little earlier. And then so once that like once the detonation and all that happened, it was kind of more like, okay, she has her little vision moment, then she goes in for the kill. I, I but could I think do it's with, great. I think it was a great moment. I could do I without think, the worm moment. Yes, um, I think if anything that didn't really be yo, they I'm watching it now. They they getting it in in this Titan colossal Titan battle. Um, <laughs> they getting it in over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, just seeing the thing, it's it's sad because essentially it's this moment where Mikasa. This is the only moment she gets with Aaron the entire time, and it's kind of like in her dreams. Like she doesn't get that moment at the end because of what Aaron's actions and everything that he's doing. So she never gets the part. I mean, she gets the moment, but you know, it's not in the best of ways. But this is the final moment. It's his thoughts. He wanted to make sure that she lived a happy life and knew what freedom was and knew that he loved her and all this other stuff like that. Um, they go in for the kill. Um, Levi busts his teeth open. Mikasa flies in the colossal titan's mouth. They have that final scene where Aaron, in his in his dream world, lives it out till he dies, and then we see her kissing that severed head. Which, how did you feel about this? Because in the manga, this was very unsettling. Uh, it was still kind of unsettling. But... Is it? I feel. Let me look at the manga panel because the manga. No, panel, the manga panel was way worse. Yeah, way, way, manga- way worse, <laughs> way fucking worse. But because it was like real life, like she just sliced this man, like she's really kissing a decapitated head. I think in the in the um in the anime, it was a little bit more like easier to stomach because they were kind of having that transition of like them in the dream world and them in reality. Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, okay, I get it. But yeah, her 
essentially. <laughs> but, yeah, but Ymir is standing right in the background. <laughs> There's a big, like a nice. green. <laughs> <Yes>. Nice. <laughs> At least that was me. I love that. I love that for us. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what I wanted my entire time. She was back there tweeting, like, me and who? And she's like, I could rest peacefully now that I've seen yeah. <laughs> I've seen this. Um, interesting ending to this. And this was, I will say this to kind of, like, wrap this up. This was the panel that always, that set people off just because, like, it was like, what? Hey, she's kissing a severed head? Like, that's crazy. It's some Fujimoto shit. But, um... This is the moment she finally gets with Aaron. And, you know, Amir is also able to live in peace for that. And then we get to the real final chapter. The final, final chapter. It's actually named final chapter. And it's Aaron walking through this entire ordeal with Armin. And I know this is where you have the major problem with. Is it? Yes. Okay. So just to kind of like explain it all, um, Aaron's having visions with everybody before he dies, or at least rather, he has these visions, he erased them at some point, and after he dies, everyone's able to have the visions again. So essentially, he had these visions with them, he had these experiences with them, and then he erased them so they wouldn't necessarily hold back from killing him, um, but these memories would only be released after they finally killed him. So, oh, so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It is. Why is it stupid? Oh, God. It's like. He has the power of the founding titan. He can control everyone's memories and make them remember things and all this other stuff like that. And he's, he's sitting there and he's going through everything that he, he went through with it. He's explaining why he did it. Let's, let's keep. Let's explain it. We'll get into it after. I want you to explain it first. Let's okay. explain what, what happens. So he says. He did this to make sure that his friends would come out the heroes in this because there's no way he could become a hero because he has too much blood in his hands and he's killed 80% of the world. So the only way that he makes sure that his friends could even have a decent life is if he does this and they're the ones who killed him. So that's why he invited them to kill him and did that thing, last thing in the paths where he invited everyone to the paths and did it on speakerphone where he was like, kill me if you can. Um... And they traveled through all the things that they talked about in season one, where they talked about the lakes and the fiery lava and all this other stuff they wanted to see together. Um, he talks about everything that he experienced in this world and how everything needed to happen the way exactly it was supposed to happen. Because um, without it, we wouldn't have got to this result, which is the result that saves everyone, um, but also kills himself. And they talk about the founder Amir. They talk about kind of like, you know, the Mikasa thing and how that played in the Amir thing. Um, they talk about, I'm scrolling past it right now. Um, he says, eventually, I mean, this is Aaron's kind of like true self living out in Armin's kind of like thoughts. This isn't someone that's like, hey, I'm, Ar-, you know, Aaron from season four, where. Yeah. I'm like broody and I can't show any emotion because if I show any emotion, any sign of weakness is not going to prevent this thing from happening. He's essentially like, listen, I had to be that way. And they say like, listen, do you think she's going to be able to forget you and live happily with someone else? 
And he says, you know, no, nobody else walked by you. So Armin punches him and was like, you son of a bitch. You're the selfish one. Um, What kind of answer is that? I still haven't forgiven you. How do you feel about the fact that you ignored Mikasa's feelings in all this situation? Mikasa risked her life and only ever had eyes for you. Did you think that you could say, forget about me? And that would be that. And, you know, at least Mikasa should forget about a heartbreaker like you and find happiness. I'm literally reading this as it goes by. Well, she might find a good guy sooner than you think and hit it off with him. And he's like, I don't want her to forget about me. I don't want her to find someone else. I want her to be the one one and only for the rest of my life. After I die, I want her to pine about me for at least 10 years, <laughs> which is which is real. Um, God, what a way to what? Oh my gosh. Don't tell Mikasa any of this. Um, I want her to find happiness. I really do. Um, but damn it, you know. This is a, and they. What was all that building up for him for then? For them to have him go out like this. So my thing is, he already went out. This is thoughts from the previous thing. That's why. All right, talk about your talk about your um your issue with this. I want you to kind of like really talk about this because we've had this issue since two thousand twenty-one. My thing has always been this: if your intent was like. Oh, I wanted you guys to kill me, so I suppress your emotions and uh, memories, so y'all could be like. It just feels like so much of like he ain't standing on he ain't standing on his business. He ain't really standing on like what he really came to do. He was just like on some like, oh well, if I'm you know well, if I'm gonna crash out, I might as well crash out all the way. But I'm gonna let my friends kill. Like it wasn't like he was really like nah, like fuck that because he was. It's like one of those things where like someone pops a lot of shit. And then you're kind of, and then they get to like the moment in which they got to answer for them popping shit. And they're just like, oh no, I didn't really mean it. Like, that's why I didn't like it. And they like did all this building up for Aaron to be like, you know what I'm saying? This, this guy where it's like, we understood he was doing this from them from the jump. We understood his motive was. Hey, I'm gonna look like the big bad villain, but and y'all may never understand why I did this, but I hope y'all understand I did this for y'all. And I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, if y'all gotta stop me, then y'all gotta, y'all gotta, you know, I'm not gonna stop you from stopping me. Y'all gotta handle your business, but I'm gonna go through with this. And that's just what it is. This turns it into, oh man, I didn't really mean to. I mean, come on, man. Like, come on, could you let that? It's, it's just like he comes out. Like cop and please, and I was just like, no, no, like you can't be big bad villain guy and then go out like this. Like kind of like he went south sad. This is a sad way of going out. Um, I see what you're saying in terms of just how the character that he portrayed for a long time and what was built up to be was not the character that he truly was. But I raise you that Aaron is a maniac. <laughs> and Aaron... He's this a narcissist, si- bro. That's it. He just needs some therapy. I raise no, you... No, narcissist no, shouldn't go to therapy, but he needs some help. I raise you the fact that he went to lengths beyond anything that he was to reach this actual result. To the point where he had to kill his mother. 
to the point where at some point in season four, he cut off his own leg and punched himself in the eye so he could act like a soldier to get this thing to make sure that he everyone is in position to be able to do something. Aaron, he had to suppress his own emotions for a long ass time. And I get what you're saying because it feels like it's darting in the wrong direction. There was no actual like um, hint towards him being like, this is not something I really wanted to do. Um, but I also felt like he gave up in two aspects. He gave up the moment he kissed Astoria's hand and, and saw all those things. That was one part that led him down to the path that he was. Because this was really only the thing for the last season. But then the second one was when Mikasa t- t- didn't tell him about what it was supposed to be. And then he just affirmed that he was going to live on this path forever. Um, I don't think, I believe in this instance, he wanted to stay with his friend. Um, but he couldn't. And now he's able to like be kind of free because this isn't, while this is Armin in a sense, like expressing himself, it's not really, well, sorry, not Armin, Aaron really expressing himself. It's like, it's also not really Aaron. Um, but I feel like this is just, I'm not mad at this ending. I'm not mad at this moment. Um, while I can see why you're like, oh, okay, the character kind of pivots all the way from it was like, you expected him to be like, listen, I'm dying for this. Y'all gonna have to kill me. You wanted him to be like fucking, um, Denzel in training day or some shit. Yeah, like he had to be <laughs> like, he had to be though. You don't understand the, 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 like, you understand the magnitude of the decision that he was making. He wasn't making a light decision and he was like crossing friends he was like being methodical in his. But he thinking. had to do that. Like he, like I'm saying though, it wasn't just like on some. He was just acting out and like, like he was so methodical and all. And so to see him come to the end and be like, "I wish I didn't make all those decisions." Like I, he wishes he didn't have to, and he tried. And he was like, "I tried. I wanted to find a different way. There was no other way. Like I tried." The only way was for me to, for this to kind of like happen the way it happened. Um, I'm not, I'm not, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't get with it. This is where it kills me. This is where this ending kills me. I, I can see, but I don't agree because I legitimately feel like it's part of the story. And I think maybe if this was introduced earlier, but again, it would have spoiled the ending. But this I is- will say this. I am appreciative of the fact that like him and Armin have this moment. I kind of hate that they kind of make it about Mikasa all at the end. Like it's all about Mikasa now, kind of really. You know, but I mean Mikasa. I'm happy that key. him and Armin Mikasa though has this moment of unlocking. Armin being like, no, nah, fuck you. Like, because it was I, the key for unlocking a mirror, though. That's kind of like why it's yeah, all about. Yeah. Um. I I am happy though that Armin's like even during this is kind of like no nah, fuck you like you you know what like I don't want to hear your tears I don't want to see your I ain't trying to hear your bullshit I ain't trying to yeah like none of that like like you, you shouldn't have to be that. able to do this to save the world you don't have to do all of this to save the world or save us rather you don't have to do all of this to save us. 
Like you yeah. can just live the way you live and be free or the way you wanted to free. But he was like, no, y'all would never be free. I mean, the, listen, they're still not free, but he's just like, this is just what he had to do. Like this was this, this resolution was the only possible to get to this outcome. He had to do all of this. And it's an outcome where they fr- his friends are free, essentially. Um, as they lay in this like this bloody ass water, which is kind of sick. Um, you know? Um, and they see, and he says, listen, this isn't goodbye. We'll see each other in hell. Because I've also killed hundreds of people. So I'm sure I'm not, you know, exposed from this thing. And they hug. And that's it. And you realize I like this because it's it explains it way better than in that manga. In the manga, we were all trying to we were connecting dots. We were I, I had to read articles, I had to watch YouTube videos, I had to like figure out kind of like how all of this went together. Um and how all of this played a part in this thing. And it's like, oh, he actually gave him that memory when he was on the ship with Annie and this all took before the actual war, but he had to erase his memories. So, but you can go into the war, but he uncovers his memories after the war and things like that. Um, and then off after all the memories, everyone wakes up again, non-Titans and Titans no longer exist. And Mikasa's holding Aaron's severed head and Aaron lets out this scream that I was like, God damn. Like it, your heart sinks for that. Um, but Aaron's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go bury this head somewhere where <laughs> he won't be. Uh, won't be found again. Yeah. They, you know, once they get his head, they're going to want to examine it and all types of other things. I'm just going to go bury this head somewhere. And I don't know. She just disappears. I'm like, did you walk all the way back? Like, what happened? <laughs> like, I was like, okay, all right. Do your thing. Um. And everyone is like, you know, able to live in peace. I love Levi's moment at the end where he's able to see. He's like, listen, I did it. For all you guys who died in this show, I finally did it. Um, And he's, you know, he does the salute. Everyone does the salute. You even see Sasha for a moment, even though I think people have forgotten about her at this point. Um, And, I mean, the conflict is still there. Even after this, even after Armin says, like, I'm the one who killed Aaron Yeager, they're holding their guns up to him. And the conflict never really seems to end, but the inner turmoil that Emir seems to have gone through seems to have uh seems to have resolved itself. And the show kinda ends. It's not the best it's not the I don't want to say it's not the best ending. It's not the perfect ending where everyone is happy and frills because the Jaegerists have essentially created a new military to defend themselves from the rest of the world because they know the rest of the world is going to come after them. And then the rest of the world indeed does come after them. Because <laughs> in, the, in, the in the closing things, they show them building up parody. I mean, there's no walls, which is amazing. I mean, yeah. the walls thing is... That's the best part. Um... 
But in the closing credits, they definitely show them like society builds up again and then they come and then they blow all our society up and then the tree is back and the cycle continues. And essentially, that's kind of like what it was. Um, The cycle of violence will always continue somehow is a major theme in this, no matter what. Um, But we get a good ending. Mikasa goes visits Armin at his grave. She always goes to visit him until she eventually passes away herself. And uh, that's the end of Attack on Titan. So, I want to ask you this question. Is Attack on Titan the greatest anime of all time? No, it's not. But Why? But... I say no, it's not, but... I'm not mad at anyone that is putting it in that discussion. Is it going to be in it for me? Personally, probably not. But why? Um, I think because to me, Attack on Titan is that badly drawn horse in the beginning that just draws into kind of a masterpiece. Like that first season, maybe season and a half. There was just a lot of holes and plots and this and that. And I personally, for me, Attack on Titan became one of those series. It's like, well, you got to watch it in the end when it, or we got to watch it from the beginning when it all ends so you can get the whole story. And I'm just like, for me, that doesn't indicate a great anime. If I have to go all the way back to catch the full thing all the way over me, and it's like now all the plot holes and holes and from season one are finally filled, like, that that first season was a dry. It was tough to get through. It was it was it was a it was a battle to get through that first season and season and a half. Mm-hmm. But there is a big turning point in which you're kind of just like, oh shit, like damn, this is amazing. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Like I said, season three for me was that point where I was just like, oh, this shit is really fucking good. Season four was also really great. I don't like how it was split up and chopped up at the mm-hmm. end of it. Um, but I can't, I'm not going to try to hold production issues against it. Like that's a little bit out of, out of control or out of their control. And I think the ending was shaky. All I'm saying is that I think that for my own personal critiques for attack on Titan, there's just too many little things where I'm like, where I'm like, eh, whatever about it. Or I actually have a kind of a gripe about it where for me, it's like, okay, I can't name this greatest of all time. I said to your first season thing, I think Attack on Titan came out in this weird space um, between kind of like modern anime and kind of like old anime where the 24 episode thing kind of was the standard. And I say more so of me watching things like One Piece and Bleach and Hunter Hunter, the 2011 version, which also kind of like experiences that where it's kind of going through the a much more slower build and process. I think if season one is done today, it's 12 episodes and they kind of figure get to things kind of like a lot faster than it was. But because I think it ends up in that kind of like that period, that 2013 period where things were still kind of like you, it needed to be a certain length. It needed to be those 24 episodes. It needed to be a little bit more drawn out. Needed exp- Episodes were about like, kind of like some episodes were kind of like, not necessarily about nothing, but about nothing. Like some episodes were just like longer than it probably should have been. Um, and I think by the end of it, 
it became much more of an event kind of thing where those 12 episodes kind of really felt like, okay, this is like, it, it, it fell into that thing of like these 12 episode seasons where it's like action packed everyone. I think Attack on Titan is the greatest anime adaptation that's ever existed. And I say that because, um, one, the, the, the attention story, while you feel like there was a lot of holes, there were holes that were filled up eventually at, towards the end of it. And attention to detail and attention to story um, makes you want to go back for repeated viewings because you're like, oh, wow, this is what sparked this and this is what happened to this. And you're kind of like connecting dots more so after watching it. I actually think that makes a great series. Um, something where it blossoms and it peels and there's layers and all a lot of different things that go into it much more than kind of being the standard, um, very surface level linear kind of series. It's something that kind of like goes all over the place and you kind of have to like, there, there's certain things that are hinted. There's certain things that are revisited. There are a lot of things. Um, so the story is one of them. The event viewing is, I think every episode after a certain point becomes some somewhat of an important episode um, in the story that's told and kind of things that happen, everything, especially after season three. Um, and I just think it's beyond the adaptation itself, I think is incredible. Just the way they adapted that season. I've watched season, we watched season four for the past number of years and just like, wow, they've done it again. Um, to me, I don't think there's a better told story in anime that pays attention to all the little details and also gives you what gives you enough of that um, action and story in all the big moments too. It has the big things, it has the little things, it kind of has everything. Um, and it pays attention to that very closely and all the stories and characters are kind of like developed and they get their end game and all this other stuff like that. It even gets to the point where it's like, how do we tell this ending? Because it's so good. How do we write this ending? How do we take 10 years of this thing and resolve it? And the reason why I think that ending gets so much thing and maybe it wasn't necessarily the best ending because of the question, like, how do you resolve this? Like, how do you get to an end and, like, really wrap up everything? I don't think any anime ending is perfect, um, except the parts where everyone lives at the end and lives happily ever after. I think that's usually what ends up perfect. But Attack on Titan has never been that from the beginning. People die. Everyone dies. <laughs> and I think um, it stayed true to that, stayed true to the ideas of conflict, the motif, the love, everything that of the rather. It stayed true to kind of all of it. That's why I think this is the greatest of all time. I don't think there's anything. There are things that come close. And I think there's other genres of things that are good in their genre that I think is not comparable with Attack on Titan. But I feel like this is like a very full story and told just as that. So that's why I think this is the greatest of all time. Fardo. Uh what I want to say in response to that is going to start a whole new episode, but um, 
I'm made like I said, point, so it's okay. You can no, I know. I completely understand every point that you're saying, and I think that you're grading on the great criteria. But um, I guess my only thing was that uh, I'll address is also I don't want people to think that I'm the the whole oh you got to go back and rewatch it to understand the whole thing is my only gripe with this. That is just something in particular that I'm very much not a fan of. Like I mean, you even get into our MHA arguments. You'd be like, "Well, you got to go back and rewatch the arc to really understand the full arc." I'm just like, "Why do I got to go back to the beginning to watch the arc to understand the full arc?" Like because because it's no, a story. That's mostly but it is a story. But there's a way to still tell a story where it's not like I feel that I have to go all the way back to now understand why we're here at the beginning where we're at. Like you, you, like for me, I personally feel like if I'm watching this and we're going through this story together, I should be able to pick up along at a pace where you're just like, okay, I'm understanding, I'm understanding. Like, okay, I get it. And that doesn't mean, oh, give me everything up front. There's obviously reveals and secrets and little things that you could pop up here and there. But if it's something worse, I feel that every way the, like the way that the story is moving along is if something, if some big reveal happens, then I'm like, okay. If that's the only way we can get this story to move forward, is this really something like? But I think it's that even, is just my only like that is something that personally for me as an anime watcher, I'm not always being like, man, I don't, I don't always want to have to feel that I have to do that. But I, I feel like, and most of the thing is because it lays out a lot more questions to keep people engaged, um, and it does something that most animes do. But I think it doesn't. It it didn't beg something that asks questions a lot of anime tends to lay out things and they just lay it out for you and it's very very simple and you kind of like get the gist of it by the, this time by season three of demon slayer you kind of have an idea of what the fuck is going on you know what i'm saying and what the goal is but this i feel one, that there are but i'm saying i feel that there are series though who also deal with this level of thing where you don't feel like you have to go all the way back and be like oh crap i did i missed that and i missed this like it, it but i think it. it but i think it's because it it peels it from the standpoint of like, it takes it from everything within the walls for the first season to then outside of the walls in the second and third season. And then from there you expand it to the entire world. And how do you make that all make sense um, within the span of like what you originally, what this was originally set out for Um, the, there are moments where I feel like there's some stuff like, oh, okay, it's like the basement thing. I felt like that one was like thrown to the side, like the entire mystery of the basement thing. Um, but I feel like to expand the story, there are definitely questions that ha- need to be had. I think this ask a lot more questions and they answered them too, but I think they prompted the watcher or reader to ask questions specifically like the basement thing about the outside world thing about will they think like it prompted a lot more questions for you to figure out and a lot of that figure out is like well go back here and this will be the thing i'm telling you to answer but it's not necessarily laying it out for you in a very like linear way like there are definitely things you need to like season four is a lot is a big Season four is probably the the biggest season because it reveals everything that happened for the first three seasons. You don't really know what's going on in the first three seasons from a very no 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 but from a going on I'm like what the fuck is going on but from a macro but I have no idea what the fuck is going on right but that's the point from a macro standpoint none of us know what's going on 
it isn't until season four where everything is laid out from a world perspective about like why this is absolutely happening the way it's happened. King Fritz, Ymir, everything like that, that you fully start to realize that story and then it makes you appreciate it going back. It's kind of like in Jujutsu Kaisen season two where they did the five episode past Gojo arc and it unveils a lot of things and, and, and it puts the movie in a big perspective where you go back to the movie and you appreciate the movie from that arc. And then you appreciate in, in in this season as well, I think you appreciate even that kind of like first five episodes thing when you go and you watch the Shibuya incident. So I feel like it's it's a way of peeling and unfurling this this uh this story in a way and um it's just a different way to tell a story. But I get it's it's more so preference from you. It's like I don't really yeah, it's it's a preference thing, and then like that's that's always been like they they just do certain things in here. It's just my preference as an anime watcher. I'm just like, I don't like when animes do that, like tell the story that way or like. And once again, I don't want my preferences to take away from the overall greatness of it. Once again, I believe it's mm-hmm. a great series. I don't believe it's the greatest of all time. I'm mm-hmm. not mad at anyone who puts it in the conversation. I do feel that that um. I, I'm not mad at anyone who puts it in that conversation, though, because one, it, once again, you think about impact, you think about story, you think about once again, 10 years. 10 years is a really long time to run an anime. Um, the it's amount of episodes in which they've been able to keep people involved in, like, there's a lot of things that, that where it has a very strong argument on why it's so popular and why people can consider it a goat or even one of the goats. Right. Like, you know, Personally, it's like once again, it's a personal preference thing, but I could all like I'm very understanding on why like, I don't want to take away from once again a series that I even consider great. Like, I, man, listen, in the day I stayed until the last season, you know me, I'll put something down if I don't like it. So I stayed all the way to the end. I just, you know, but that is just my own personal critique on it, right? Uh, but I, once again, overall. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't enjoy going along on this ride, though. Like, there were so many peaks for this show. Like I said, season three is one of the best seasons of anime I've ever watched. Like, season three is, like, pinnacle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, once again, it's just a great series. And it's crazy to kind of, like, think, like, dang, like, this is the end. This is how it is. Um, but it had it had a great run. Um. I think we can end it there, but I mean, one day I would love to revisit this. But let's give it some, let's give it some breathing room. Um, we buried the lead super early on this because we got into this discussion. I think you you threw me off on the discussion when I wanted to say it was over because I had an actual like thing. Because <laughs> I started laughing. Yeah, yeah, you started laughing and then critiquing about why am I saying it's over, and then that kind of like threw me off. Um, My bad, bro. How was your panel at Twin Cities? <laughs> is what I wanted to get to at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you made it all the way to the end, appreciate you. Thank you. This was uh yeah, uh Attack on Titan is Attack on Done. No, my t- my panel at uh, Twin Cities Con was great. It was amazing. Shout out to all the other amazing panelists that was on there. Um Yeah, it was a great conversation just about being black in this anime space and my own personal experience and my own um 
you know, just my hopes and futures for like what do I think like we can go like in terms of uh continuing to support each other in this space as uh black anime creators and cosplayers and all these other things so it was a great conversation man once again uh thank you to everyone who was on that panel uh and for just even inviting me and thinking of me to being on there so it was great man uh jb was there jb's like six eight i was like bro what i was like you should be in the fucking nba what the hell are you doing this for uh but no, nah, man, he was amazing. It was great uh, to link up. It's always fun when uh, when the lookout guys are able to get together. So, yeah, man, it was great though. Um, hopefully, some some great things are on the horizon in terms of building a you know bigger anime, black anime community out here, and and hopefully being a part of that because you know I, I said it on the panel. One of the, like I just love doing this. Like end of the day. This is why I continue to do it. I do it for the simple fact that I'm having fun with my best friend and all the opportunities and things that are coming like with it are great and amazing. But even if those opportunities, I would still fucking do this because I'm just having I'm just having just a really fun time with my friend um, talking about something that I really love and enjoy. Amazing. I love it. And I feel likewise. Um, with that said. Uh, want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, there will be no formal episode next week, but I actually think I'm going to start releasing the stuff that we recorded before the season next week. Um, you know where we had fun playing games and stuff. Oh yeah, um, that would be fun. So I think I'm going to release that next week. So what I would say is stay subscribed to the YouTube and also our social media to see some fun stuff because I think it'll be really really fun. I got to edit it now, but. I think I'll I'll do that, but there'll be no formal episode next week, and then we'll be back the week after that, and we'll kind of like run it through until the end of the year. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in, and yeah, this is this long discussion, this Attack on Titan discussion. Um, it's been three, four years in the making, but we finally did it, and uh, it's finally done, and I guess we no longer have to talk about it. A pillar of the anime community is like... We're just finally here. This ending was dragged. Okay, I'm the one. Once again, I don't want to get the no, production no, no, no. team. I think it, shit, yeah, it was dragged. It, it's dragged. We're we're over. It's it's absolutely over with. So shout out but to we'll, it will be revisited for sure. Yeah, absolutely, it will be revisited. But it's over with. It's 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 a wrap. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, follow us. Look out on RNC Radio anywhere that you listen to podcasts, and look out on RNC anywhere where you subscribe on social media. Um, and yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're out. Peace.